During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. and welcome to The Walt Daily. This is episode 59. And for those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic. One of us is Disney challenged. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yeah. So. How's it going? I'm, it's going well. Yeah? It's a little hot in here, but. You seem flustered. I'm hot. <laughs> lights and stuff. Lights. Yeah. So how's it going? It's good. I'm really excited for today's topic. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Not that I'm not always excited. Yeah. For 59 episodes straight, I've been excited. Well, it's crazy that we're on 59. Super close to 60. I know. Which is super close to 100. <laughs> we're, on the, we're, we're closer to 100 than we are to zero. We're like mid, mid hundreds. We're almost no, there. No, we're not. I don't know. No one says mid hundreds. Anyway, okay. headlines. All right. First headline. This is kind of a big one, but it's... Very generic in terms of Walt Disney World. Crowd levels, according to, according to touringplans.com, are going to be super low for this upcoming week. So September 8th through mm-hmm. the, the following Friday. Why? It's that time of the year. So there are times during the fall where crowd levels do drop. Um, people are back in, back in, or kids are back in school, so you can't really take vacation as readily. And you'll see lighter crowds and probably easier access to fast passes, easier access to dining reservations. It looks awesome. But we're not going to be there because we can't go. It's great news. No, it's the <laughs> worst news. I literally, when I just, I, I was browsing last night on their site and mm. when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much FOMO already, which is fear of missing out. I'm already missing out. Yeah. Well, really, really fine. upset. Huh? You'll be fine. Well, I mean, I know I'll be, I know I'll live, but will I be fine? I don't know. That I don't know. You'll be fine. Okay. Well, anyways, next, next line. Okay, <laughs> Richie's obviously like, let's let's move on. This is this is not news. Anywho, next headline: minivan pricing structure is changing. Ooh, this is interesting. This is I knew you would like this. Are you just getting headlines because you know I like it? No. The first one was great news. We can't go. I know. <laughs> this one was <laughs> also great news because yeah, yeah. it involves minivans. Yeah. All right, go. Yeah. So Richie loves minivans. Um, so the minivan pricing up to now has been initially it was $20 flat rate for anywhere on the resort. And then it became $25 flat rate anywhere on the resort. Now, instead it's going to be $15 plus a per mile charge. However, they have not announced as of now the per mile charge. Mm, Interesting. So it gets you thinking, 
Walt Disney Disney's World is freaking huge. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Walt Disney World is the size of Manhattan. It's it's a big, big is it area. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It is. It's, it's interesting. It's really and you were just in Manhattan, yeah. so you can see the the sprawling nature of it. Mm-hmm. Um so it it will be interesting to see the price per mile. How much are taxi cabs per mile? Like ten cents? I do not know that. A dollar? I'm not sure. But um, just take what you think a taxi cab would be and then double it. And that's probably what Disney's going to charge per mm-hmm. mile. So I still love the minivans. They're a luxury for sure. It's it's an indulgence to have, but ooh, they are convenient. Did they ever do it where you can get it through an app? Yes, it is. It's oh, okay. through the Lyft app. Oh, it is through Lyft app. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that launched officially. Because I remember when we were doing it, it hadn't launched yet. Yeah, because when we first did it, it was literally, I think, one of the very first weeks that mm-hmm. it was going on. And I think we took it from the boardwalk to Fantasia Mini Gardens, which is probably like a half a mile drive. Yeah. But it was magical. Let me tell you, it was magical. <laughs> okay. All right. Last headline. And this, see, this is how you know that I'm not tailoring these headlines to you. Because I don't think you're going to be interested in this one. Okay. But it sounds super fun. So Bring ab- it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Abracadabar in on the boardwalk, which is a fun, like, magic-themed bar on the boardwalk, is now going to be offering wine painting or wine glass painting. This is separate from the thing you mentioned last episode? Yes. So on the okay. last episode, I, I mentioned say, I how... No, on the last <laughs> episode, I mentioned how Animal Kingdom Lodge is now going to be having a painting event that also involves wine. Okay. Um, and But this is going to be separate. And I think this is more tailored towards like the food and wine crowd because the Boardwalk Resort is just a small, short walk away from, um, from Epcot, from yeah. the International Gateway, where all of the, the food and wine events are going on. And so this is going to be offered every Thursday in September. So it's a limited time as well. Okay. It's pretty cool though. For $50, you get two wine glasses to paint. You get soft drinks, red wine and white wine, and a cheese platter. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love a cheese platter. I know. Well, I do, but my stomach doesn't. No, I love cheese. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and you register at the Boardwalk Resort. So FYI. Okay. All right, so let's move on from headlines because today's a big episode and I don't want to, I want to stay within a time frame that will keep Richie's attention captured. Yes. We're going to be talking about the wonders of the Wilderness Lodge. You love the Wilderness Lodge. I do. Tell me what you love about it because I'm curious about that. Um, Well, like I've mentioned previously, it's just like a, you know, feels like a legitimate getaway with the amount of theming that is there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. So let, let's, let's saw, get into it. You were not happy with my answer. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, did you ever see The Fifth Element? Yeah. You know when he was on the, the radio show and he, the, the mic, or Bruce Willis was on the radio show for, um, Rod, what's his name? Chris Tucker. Ruby Rod. And, yeah, played by Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. And he was like, tell me what you're going to do. Hold up the mic. Yes. <laughs> and that's all he would say. Yeah. But anyways, that's besides the point. Okay. You, you'll get excited. I know you will. So let's get started. Okay. First of all, the stats. This resort was opened in 1994. And as of right now, which this is being recorded in early September, it is a deluxe of, resort. Of 2018. Of 2018. You're right. And that is correct. That's not wrong. The 
starting rate for a room is $332 a night. So it's definitely pricey, it's definitely a luxury, but the amazing thing about Disney resorts is you don't even have to stay there to enjoy all of the wonderful things that we're going to be talking about. Truth. Because facts. we haven't stayed there, but we've enjoyed them. That's true. Yes. Facts. <laughs> also facts. So it's located in the Magic Kingdom uh, resort area, which you kind of have to drive towards the Magic Kingdom and then you veer a little bit off to the road. Um, it's not exactly convenient to get to compared to say like a monorail resort where you can just hop on the monorail get to the magic kingdom which is a nice feature of those particular deluxe resorts this one you have to drive a little bit but in a way it makes it almost more secluded and puts you more into the theme which is the pacific northwest i feel like that was on purpose now that i'm really thinking about it oh yeah exactly it was Yes. Okay. It, I mean, it must be. If it's not, they, they, it was a serendipity because it was definitely a fortunate accident. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, like I was saying, that it, it's, it puts you right into the Pacific Northwest in Florida. So you, you almost come across all this forest area, and the actual resort was modeled after the Old Faithful Inn in Yellowstone National Park at the turn of the century. So it's literally modeled after a resort that's out west. I don't know why a lot of, things about Disney are a lot of turn of the century, which I was realizing when I was researching this episode, because you have the Wilderness Lodge, you have the Grand Floridian, you have Main Street, all mm -hmm. turn of the century theming. Yeah. But that's a separate, that's separate. Yeah, stick on the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so, Let's go ahead and start in the lobby because that's where you would naturally walk in from the parking lot anyways. Something that you'll notice just in the, the, the music and in the ambient noise is going to be actual crickets. Not actual crickets, but the noises of crickets. <laughs> okay. So it, I didn't notice that when I walked in there. It's so subtle, but it's one of those things where you think it's, it's, it's like, a, like a mind game. No, I feel like you need to be close to the speakers. I really didn't, I've never heard that. And I've been in there twice. <laughs> Maybe you were just so entranced by everything else, you didn't even think to hear it. Maybe. Yeah. I remember hearing the music. It's subliminal messaging, probably. It's yeah. one of those things. It's like it's like plants. You know, you don't realize what they do to you, but they really put you in that in that mood. I mean, I heard I remember hearing music. I don't I don't remember the cricket crickets. I'm gonna fact check you the next time I go. We should yes, okay. <laughs> we sh we should. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I heard there were crickets here. I don't know crickets. <laughs> Where are the crickets? Yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, so you're gonna walk in, and then you're going to see this massive lobby. It's literally a seven-story lobby. So you look up, and it's this huge, tall ceiling, and you'll see the light fixtures on the on that are hanging from the ceiling, and they're actual uh, they're actually modeled after teepees. And so in addition to have that Pacific Northwest vibe, you're going to see a lot of Native American influence in this resort. So these, these light fixtures, so they look like teepees and they're surrounded by these, um, this ironwork of bison and horses, which they're really, really huge. You can see them very well from even on the ground level. It's the, I read that they're 12 feet tall, each light, light fixture. things are huge, yeah. They're like more than double the size of you. Yeah. Which is insane because, you know, you don't really see that when you're looking all the way from the bottom. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they're amazing. They're super fun and it's a fun detail that you might not notice if you're not looking up to the ceiling, which 
I feel like a lot of people do because when you walk in, you're ta- you're so taken by the grandeur of the lobby area that you can't help but look up. Yeah. But you know what we're gonna do now? We're gonna look down. Okay. So. When, so what floor are we on? The first. We're just gonna be in the lobby on the first floor. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what floor? Are we on? <laughs> <laughs> just, just what you meant by look down? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. The wood floors, there's a, there's a lot of wood in this resort period. The floors on, in the lobby are this beautiful wood. And towards the center of the lobby, there's like inlays of darker wood and lighter wood to create designs. And what they've done is almost mimic the designs uh, or, or what would be the design of like a lightning bolt. So you'll see that they're kind of cragged and they're all pointing towards the center of the room. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to represent lightning striking the center of the universe to create all that we see. So out from, I know, it's very, Richie's looking at me like, what on (laughs) earth? (laughs) Disney Imagineers, of course. Okay. (laughs) So it's a stretch, I feel like, from like the Big Bang Theory. Well. I don't want to get into it. Okay, we don't have we don't have to get into you know what's right and what's wrong yeah. in terms of actual science or anything. Yeah. But in terms of theming, it it really kind of adds another level to the Wilderness Lodge mm-hmm. about being in nature, and you'll see that there's totem poles that emanate from the center of the lobby, which you can kind of imagine that if life was created from these lightning bolts hitting the center of the universe, animals mm-hmm. and all the things that you see around you were created from that. It's pretty beautiful. Yeah. And I'm... Go ahead. Oh, my word of the day is emanate. I've never heard that word before. Really? Yeah, I was about to ask Echo what it meant, but then I kind of put the context together with what your sentence was, and I kind of figured it out. What, is it, what does it mean then? Like portray. Um, like give off. Give off, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I got yeah. it. <laughs> smart. Yeah. <laughs> context clues <laughs> for the win. Um, emanate. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Please use that in a sentence. I heard that word emanate on a podcast. Yes. Emanate. Okay. That's what they do in the, in the spelling bees. That's a terrible use of the word. No, I know. I'm just okay. saying. I, just, I thought it was funny. If I was the speller <laughs> on the spelling bee, I would be upset at that sentence. Because <laughs> yeah. that is not a great way to portray the sentence. <laughs> All right. Okay. So anyways, as I was saying, there's a lot of wood in the lobby. And... A lot of it was imported, actually imported. I say that in air quotes because it came from like the U.S. But it was it came from Oregon and Montana is where they sourced a lot of the wood, the wood beams that you'll see in the lobby, which makes it completely authentic because Montana and Oregon, you know, are the areas that they're really, really trying to portray here. Smart. Yeah, it's. It's, it's insane, the details that you don't even realize because you see this beautiful big lobby and you, you don't see kind of the hidden story behind it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're, if it were me, in my, in my first time going to the Wilderness Lodge lobby, I would be so overwhelmed and I'd be like, oh my goodness, what do we do now? Where are we looking? But anyways. Okay. Okay. So also in the lobby with these wood beams, you'll see them in bunches. And that's go- that's a Native American reference to, so if you have them um, in these small bunches and they're holding up the ceiling, it's supposed to be holding up the heavens. And that's mm-hmm. why you'll see them kind of in groups like that and then all the way extended towards the, the, the roof. It's not just a super sturdy column? It's definitely super sturdy, which okay. is why it holds up something as large as the heavens. 
Okay. In my opinion. <laughs> um, another thing that you'll see in the lobby, which is really considered kind of the centerpiece of the lobby, mm -hmm. is going to be the fireplace. Do you remember seeing the fireplace when we were there? Because it's literally probably the biggest thing in... <laughs> I, I don't really remember it, but I'd have to see a picture. <laughs> mm. I always need to bring pictures for yeah. Richie's, Richie's memory logging. Well... Let me tell you about it because mm -hmm. I think that'll make you very excited for when we go back. Okay. So the fireplace is as big as the seven stories of the lobby. Literally, it goes from the bottom floor all the way up to the ceiling. And you'll notice that the there's the rock work that the fireplace is made of. They're all different colors and they have different um, strata that line them all the way to the roof. And that's representing the Grand Canyon and mm. the strata of the Grand Canyon. Cool. So at the bottom where the fireplace is, that's supposed to be the oldest rock. And then once you extend to the ceiling, it's the newest rock. And that's just the way the Grand Canyon is literally laid out. So the, the, the oldest rock is in the canyon base and then the newest rock is the towards the top. That is quite detailed mm -hmm. it's interesting yeah and, they, and that was on purpose like the imagineers were like this completely is, on this purpose. is what we're doing yep completely on purpose wow so it's interesting yeah and the fireplace itself where the you know the actual fire is it's it's also huge it's taller than than you it's taller than me it's mm -hmm. taller than my brother who's like six three so it you know what the interesting thing about the fireplace completely unrelated to the detail and story of it how come it never it never emits heat? And maybe some listeners who also love the Wilderness Lodge and like to go sit by their fireplace, which you can because there's rocking chairs sitting right there, it never emits heat, which makes sense because you're in Florida, it's 9,000 degrees outside, and you're going inside to a fireplace. But I'm just wondering what the technology is behind that. Hmm, it was like some crazy ventilation. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, or, is it, I guess it is a seven-story fireplace. There maybe, must be. Maybe there's a, uh, like a, an AC attached. So it's blowing out the cool air. <laughs> and, it, oh. and it just mixes mm -hmm. to equilibrium. Mm -hmm. And it's normal. You know how like <laughs> when you walk into a door... Yes, I agree. <laughs> but and, and then another example I'm thinking of like what you were going for is when you walk... When you open a door and then you have that air like... Yeah. That blows down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like that maybe. Interesting. Disney, if you're listening, we want answers. Yeah. Anywho, another crazy fun fact, also kind of unrelated to the storyline of Wilderness Lodge, but it's a fun fact, is that the drop of Splash Mountain is as tall as the fireplace in the Wilderness Lodge. Is that on purpose? No. That oh. is just pure coincidence. I was going to say, guys, like, come on. <laughs> How is anybody <laughs> yeah. supposed to know that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, that is complete coincidence, but it's it's also a fun fact. You can you can tell your friends, okay. Richie. You can tell your friends. Um, yeah. He won't tell his friends. Especially not if you tell it to me in that way. Well, that it's a weird accent. No. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so before we go elsewhere into outside, mm -hmm. I want to continue to stay in the lobby. I know you'll remember this. There's a bubbling geyser, or I'm sorry, a bubbling hot spring inside the lobby. Do you remember it? I remember seeing water, but there was like a little, there was a kind of like a little bridge and a waterfall. Is that yes. it? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
That's exactly it. Yeah, we sat by that, I remember. Yes, we did. I thought there was fire. Oh, it was a fake fire. There was a fake fire pit place thingy there. Was it fake? Yeah, I saw I have pictures. I oh, know maybe that was the that was the nah, you know what it was? There was a fake uh I think we had gotten like a cupcake and it had fire coming out of it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Since you're talking about the cupcake, because I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That was fake. It and was. And I, I was like, it was for fire. Oh my gosh. Richie <laughs> was so tired. I think he took actually took a nap on a rocking chair that was by the, the hot spring inside yeah. the lobby. So first of all, the hot spring, it actually, the cool thing about this is it starts from the inside. You'll see it bubble up and it'll go under the little bridge inside the lobby and then it will actually go outside. Mm -hmm. So there's actually an open spot outside for that water to flow. And then it eventually flows over a waterfall and it gives the illusion that this waterfall is, is flowing into the, the pool of the resort, which it doesn't, but it, I, maybe it does. Maybe there's a filter that goes into it, but there's too much chlorine. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but but it gives that illusion that this hot spring water is literally where the pool goers are, are splashing around in, mm -hmm. which is awesome. It's so awesome to follow it outside over to buy the pool area. Yeah. So the fake fire that Richie was talking, uh, talking about is it's the campfire cupcake that is the most detailed, well, it's maybe, I don't even know if it's the most detailed, but it's my favorite detailed cupcake on property, probably. On all of Disney? In all of Disney. Yeah. Because it's- It is cool. It is really cool. So it's literally a little campfire that has colors of red and orange that's made of buttercream. And then it has little candy chocolate rocks that are in different colors surrounding it. Cause you know, you have to put rocks around the fire in order mm -hmm. to build it. The best part about it, though, and not because of the necessarily the flavor, but because of the detail that they put into this is a little stick, a little chocolate stick with a tiny little roasted marshmallow right over the fire. Yeah. It's so cool. It's interesting. Oh, my goodness. We have pictures. Yes, we do. I love how you actually thought that the, the campfire cupcake was your fake fire. Thought, Wasn't there was, a fake fire pit? Was, was, I, actually, for the, I actually thought it was real at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, that was fake, actually. <laughs> And then, oh my god, he's, he's delirious. Yeah, yeah, I don't really remember. Like, it was all in pieces there. It's because you were so overwhelmed by the beauty and majesty of the Wilderness Lodge that everything seemed so real. Maybe no, not. I don't think so. Okay. I was just tired. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was just tired. I was literally exhausted. <laughs> all right. So, another gem of the Wilderness Lodge is not, it's not inside the lobby. We are actually finally going outside of the lobby and we're gonna go over to the, to the, the villa area, mm -hmm. which is the vacation club um, timeshare area where they have the, the, um, the rooms for DVC's members, D Disney Vacation Club members. Okay. Okay. Inside that area of the Boulder Ridge Villas, you'll find the Carrollwood Pacific Room, which is Walt's train room. Mm. So it's like a mini museum where you can see pictures of Walt and you see like the cross-reference between his passion for trains. You even see the, the, a train model that he built for his backyard inside this mini museum, Yeah, which is amazing. You can get that close to something that Walt was so close to right in the middle of the Wilderness Lodge. And it was completely empty when mm -hmm. we were there. I mean, it just... It kind of goes to show you, and people might not realize that it's there, 
or you know maybe they don't put the time into their their stay to to go check it out but it's definitely worth seeing yeah so and it's super cozy they have a fireplace in there come to think of it yeah there was a um there was that one dude in there that we had met I wonder how long he's really been there. Like, I wonder if we go back, if it'll be him again. Remember the dude that was, like, real, like, passionate about trains? Because I think he had ridden in, in Walt's train once. So this was a cast member. Yeah, yeah. Who was, in, who was inside the, the villa, is kind of manning the area. Um, no, no, he, he was manning the train area. The like train that train area. room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's manning the villas or not, but oh, I just want to okay. be clear. Well. <laughs> like, he was manning the train room. <laughs> But he had so much. Um, he had so much to say about his history with 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 Walt and the train that you you see there. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So always, always. Shout out to that dude. Bonus fun fact. Bonus fun tip. I'm sorry. Talk to the cast members because they are a wealth of knowledge. Because that's just the the training that that Disney puts them through and the passion that that a lot of them really do have for Disney and really learning about all the details that of what they're doing mm-hmm. and it's awesome. So shout out to cast members everywhere and especially that guy. Yeah. So yes. Um, all right. So if that wasn't enough gems and wonders of the Wilderness Lodge, let's go to Fire Rock Geyser. Okay. So Fire Rock Geyser is the geyser that sprays water high into the air every day at Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. So it's it's mimicking the geysers that you can find at Yellowstone National Park. But the crazy thing is, is there's like a separate amazing backstory that goes with the geyser because people they might not it's i'm actually not sure where the the sign is posted there is a sign that's posted fire rock geyser but they might not realize why is it called fire rock geyser so at check-in you'll get a, a it's almost like a newspaper clipping that describes what the legend is behind why it's called fire rock geyser so as i was saying a little bit earlier there's a lot of native american influence so this is a legend that goes that the Native Americans, before westward settlers that built this lodge and um, d- decided to stay there, before they were ever there, there was, it was just inhabited by Native Americans. And during the winter, they would go to the, to the lake to hunt. And every day they would build a fire on the rock. And they would use twigs and they would rub it between their hands and they would build this fire. But every night they would extinguish the fire because they didn't want to ra- waste resources. But one night, it was so cold that they had to leave the fire burning all night. And what would happen is they would feel the, sh- the ground shaking and hear the-, the earth rumbling. But they continued to leave the fire burning because it was so cold. And then, all of a sudden, a big water spout just spewed out of the rock, extinguishing the fire. Mm-hmm. And that's what started the fire rock geyser legend. Who made that up? Made it up. It's a legend. Yeah, yeah, but like, is that a Disney legend? Is that like a it's, real it's Indian Disney legend? It's Disney Imagineers. Okay. Disney Imagineers. All right, cool. Have thought of this very intricate backstory to describe why is it called Fire Rock Geyser? Mm-hmm. Is there a database of Disney Imagineer stories? Like, how do you, where do, where are these stories? Well, all of my information comes from various websites online. And what I would do is just 
search for a topic that I'm interested in and you just find so much information. Yeah, but there's no official Disney one. That's what I'm asking. Is, mm. is there an official Disney database of Imagineer stories? Well, on a lot of the Disney run websites, every now and then you'll get a cool story, like backstory that they release. But technically, it's not a centralized thing where you can just be like, look at the index, go to Wilderness Lodge, and find all the stories. Why Why isn't there one? I guess they feel like they make more for their buck if they don't release it all. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we should... I'm not really Someone sure. should make one. Like, there sh- we should make one. Well, there's a lot of Disney fan sites that have basically an encyclopedia oh, okay. of Disney stuff. So that does exist. Yes. Just not, it's not Disney official. No, no, no. Gotcha. So right. my go-to is always allears.net. Okay, cool. It is so, they have so much good, accurate, detailed mm. information that I, uh, I can't get enough of it. I mean, I visit their site multiple times a day just to like read through what they've got going on. Yeah. So that's, that's where I get my stuff cool. from. <laughs> and... I want to leave you with this. Mm-hmm. His eyes, his eyes lit up. I think, I think he's tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if those weren't enough gems for you and wonders, there's a tour, a lobby tour that the cast members will run Wednesday through Saturday at 9am. <laughs> okay. You meet at the fireplace, no reservation required. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's completely free. It's yeah. completely free. That's a fun fact. And of course, double check with the, the front desk to make sure that the time is accurate at the time that you go. And, and they didn't cancel it. And that something. they didn't cancel it or anything like that. Because again, this is September of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so but, who knows if like 2025, like, ah, oh, we, we stopped that in 2020, bro. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, cool. But if, if you're a fan of the Wilderness Lodge, like, like I am and like Richie is, and I hope he is a little bit more today, then you'll definitely probably want to take this tour to get mm-hmm. even more detail on all the other details that are going on in the lobby. Yeah. Ah. Cool. I, I can smell... The crickets. The, I can <laughs> smell the, the crickets already. They smell okay. like campfire. Well, I hope everyone got some great insight into that wonderful wilderness lodge thingy. So... <laughs> uh, as always, we'd appreciate any sort of, you know, subscriptions, any sort of comments, ratings, follow us on all your favorite social media platforms, connect with us, let us know what you think, give us some ideas as to what else is cool about the Wilderness Lodge that maybe we didn't talk about. Which there's so much, so please yeah. let us know because I, I know that we can't go over everything and I'm like, I'm trying to yeah. stick to a time limit. If so. you have an Alexa briefing, if you can add us to that too, you can hear Lori talk about all her wonderful gems, um, gems about Disney. It's <laughs> called the Walt Daily. If you just search the Amazon flash briefing store. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So as always, we thank you so much for spending some time with us today and hearing some gems about the Wilderness Lodge. We hope to hear, we will, we hope you have a very magical day. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) Goodbye.